0: I'm Marianne Kolbasek McGee, executive editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Etai Mayor, Chief Security Officer at Intsights, a threat intelligence firm. Etai will be discussing cybercrime trends involving healthcare. So, Itai, I understand that you have some new analysis that shows that aside from selling databases of patient information on the dark web, cybercriminals are now auctioning admin access to back-end patient and doctor portals. Please tell us a little bit about what you've found.
1: So, what insights researchers found is that cybercriminals are upping their game when it comes to uh, healthcare data. Healthcare data has been a lucrative target for criminals for a while now because of the type of information that cybercriminals can find there and then use for different types of attacks. So we've been seeing databases, username and passwords being sold in the dark web and in some areas of the deep web as well for quite some time now. But what we're now seeing is that cybercriminals are offering admin access to these systems, which is a real game changer because admin access is very different from just a database of username and password. It's actually a skeleton key to the whole infrastructure. If you think about it from a criminal's perspective, that gives them access to all the systems, to all the patients, to all the information. They have access like a, like a web developer would have. And so not only does it give them a lot of information and a lot of things that you can do with it, Keep in mind, when you buy a database as a criminal online, you're just buying username and password. If you have back-end access, you can actually change some of the data as well. And in addition to that, it helps them bypass security systems because admins have access to everything. And so this will not pop up as an anomaly or something out of the ordinary when an admin user goes and touches each and every aspect of the back-end server.
0: So, Itai, how are these cyber cybercriminals who are selling these admin access credentials, privileges on the dark web, obtaining the admin access? Are they stealing them through phishing sorts of incidents? How, how are they getting their hands on this?
1: So they did not disclose how they got it, but it's pretty safe to assume that they target specific individuals uh, working for these clinics, or these hospitals or facilities. And then through means of social engineering or uh, spear phishing attacks, they obtained the uh, username and password. Now, they might have been lucky. They might have found a username and password in some other repository. You know, we see a lot of leaked databases, and we're able to connect it. But honestly, targeting a specific person is not very difficult today. I mean, if you would have asked me this, 15 years ago and you told me, hey, how do you target somebody in a clinic? I I wouldn't know where to start. But today you can just go online on LinkedIn and find out who is the database manager, who is the back-end web developer for, for any one of these facilities and target them directly and it becomes a pretty easy type of attack.
0: So in terms of what you're seeing on the dark web, are you seeing a lot of these admin access credentials being sold? What are they being sold for in terms of pricing? Is this the new hot thing? What's going on?
1: We have seen these in the past, but the reason I find this really important is we're seeing an uptick. Uh, I mean, I'm starting to get almost daily updates of new admin access. I mean, just in the last couple of days, We've seen these sold for two different U.S. facilities. By the way, it doesn't end with healthcare and it doesn't end with U.S. Uh, We're seeing back-end admin access to foreign banks, investment banks. Uh, Think about that, having back-end access into an investment banking, how much information you can obtain there, what you can do with it. In terms of pricing, it seems that the sellers are opting for uh, auction. They usually start the auctions in several hundreds of dollars. And they have increments of $50 or $100. if you want to make your offer, it has to be within those increments. There's also the similar to uh, what we know from e-commerce, buy me now type of button. So you can actually end the auction at any point if you just pay them the amount that they're looking for, usually in the several thousands of dollars.
0: And what do you see in terms of who's buying these admin access credentials? And once the cyber criminals do get into these systems... What sorts of attacks and compromises are we seeing as a a result? Anything that we've been seeing lately that you could trace back to some of these auctions?
1: So we don't know who the buyers are. Uh, The seller will not disclose that. But when you think about the type of attack that you can run when you have this type of information, it's pretty clear who would be a potential buyer. When you look at healthcare records, they're really a goldmine for cyber criminals. You can easily see that if you look at the price of how much in data costs versus how much a credit card costs. Credit card runs today for a dollar usually, maybe two or three if it's a premium card. Patient data runs for several dozens of dollars, usually around the $50 mark. And then the type of information in there allows you to do all kinds of attacks. The attacks, by the way, don't have to be directed at the healthcare uh, uh, institute or the healthcare industry at all. You can use that type of data for synthetic IDs to create bill pay fraud, to perform account takeover attacks. The healthcare data is so rich. There's so much information. There's so much personal identifiable information. There's uh, social security numbers in many cases. So we've seen cases where this information was used to to create false insurance claims. You go and you have a surgery under somebody else's insurance because that information is included in what the hospital kicks. So there are all kinds of different types of attacks that fraudsters and cyber criminals can run. You can then take it to a different level. Uh, some of these uh, systems allow you to order or change drug dosages so you can order drugs potentially. And then of course when you get back-end access to some of these systems you also have information, really private information about different illnesses and systems that and drugs that deal with that. Those can be manipulated but now we're going really into the more nefarious side of things. I believe this information is mostly used or criminal fraudulent activity. So when we talk about the
0: back-end access that these criminals are getting, what is your advice to healthcare entities to avoid falling victim to these sorts of scams? And is the healthcare sector, from what you can tell, more susceptible to these sorts of incidents than other sectors? Or is this something we're seeing sort of bubble up now with the healthcare
1: sector? So I'll start with the uh, second part of the question. Historically speaking, the healthcare systems are not as secure as, for example, banks or financial institutions just because cyber criminals started by targeting financial institutions because that's where the money is at. Once the financial institute started putting up the walls and uh, they understood that they have to up their game against the cyber criminals, the criminals started looking for other targets. Now, Healthcare is one of the first targets that was chosen, again, because of the abundance of information that you can collect there and the type of attacks that you can perform with it. Keep in mind also that a lot of these systems in hospitals are not super up-to-date, and I get that. You know, IT security teams in, in hospitals and in critical infrastructure, they have a hard job. You know, it's not easy. Nobody loves patching their systems and rebooting them and all that. But when you're talking about healthcare and critical systems, Patching is a real pain. Also, a lot of these systems that doctors use require browsers. In many cases, they use very old browsers. So they're not patched. They're not up to date. Regarding what hospitals and healthcare systems can do, I think the number one thing is, first of all, be aware of the problem. So, you know, having threat intelligence like this telling you that, hey, your information is being sold or discussed even. On the dark web, on the deep web, is extremely valuable because you know that they're up to something. So I think threat intelligence is the basis of this. Once you know that you're a target, and even if you're before you even know that you're a target, of course, it is the basic things of having patch systems. And I know I just said it's not easy in some of these systems. It is training the staff for security hygiene and, and having a security culture in an organization and of course, on top of that, it's the usual stuff like having good passwords, passphrases, or using two-factor authentication, especially when we're talking about admin users. Those accounts should be secured in all the proper ways that, that we know from the IT world. So it's kind of a multi-layered approach.
0: And finally, with all that said, any other evolving trends that you're seeing involving the healthcare sector and the dark web?
1: You know, we're still seeing the usual suspects. You still see the database being sold. You're still seeing a lot of these ransomware tools that are being sold in the criminal underground. And again, the reason they are hitting the healthcare industry is because a lot of times uh, these systems are not up to date with all the patches and all all the different vulnerabilities that allow some of these threats to uh, propagate and then uh, to infect different systems. But I think that one of the most important things here is, again, to keep in mind that everybody's a target. I hear sometimes people saying, you know, hey, what, what can you do with this type of information? Well, if you're a cybercriminal, you, you can do a lot with this. And it really is, does come down in many cases to security culture and, and understanding even hospitals have to train their employees to understand that I mean, you might be a nurse in, in the MRI section of the hospital, you're, you would still be a target for cybercriminals because they're they get access into some of these systems, it allows them to move laterally and collect more data, use it in, for fraudulent activity. So again, just common sense when we're talking about some of these types of uh, attacks and, of course, preparing for them.
0: Thanks, Itai. I've been speaking to Itai Mayor. I'm Marianne kolbusak mcgee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.